EA's origin has a security flaw. Our beloved Reggie retires from Nintendo. PS5 rumors. Capcom enters the plug-and-play world. More games added to the Genesis Mini. And Smash Bros. now lets you smash alongside a virtual cock. That, and if you can believe it, much, much more coming up on Episode 8 of Heine House Live. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, welcome to the show. Let's do this. Welcome to Heine House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and technology. Heine House Live is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Yep. For all other info, including links to our community Discord, live video feed, episode archive, and a whole host of other great entertainment, please, please visit, visit HeineHouse.com. <laughs> yeah. What's up? What up? What up? What up? Good to see you. Good to see you all. What's up? Hello, hello. Welcome back to Heine House Live. The fun and exciting podcast where we discuss gaming, retro, modern gaming. We uh, uh, discuss tech, and uh, we discuss lots of things that happen in between that. Sometimes some comedy, sometimes stories happen. Uh, You know, my life has been pretty crazy. I've lived a pretty insane life, I feel, and I feel like I want to sit here and share it with you. Why? I don't fucking know. No, I know exactly why, because I love this, and I appreciate you being here. Uh, recording this April 21st, 2019. It is 11 o'clock p.m. Pacific, and we are going to jump right in here, too. Also, just to let you know, I am suffering a little bit of a sore throat and some sinus nasal issues. So um, I'm going to try to not get too excited and scream my lungs out. Um, but just to let you know, that's why I may sound a little under the weather, because I think I might be getting a cold. Yippee, skippy. For fuck's sake. Not excited at all about that. But we're going to jump right into the show and let you guys know uh, I am going to tighten up my intro a little bit. You know, uh, we always evolve. And uh, that's one thing I'm going to start doing is tightening up this intro to get me into the show. But I want people to know where to go, where to engage, and where to uh, take part in the show. If you like it, it's that simple. Episode 8. Um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Heine House is the handle. You want to send an audio question? I would love to take your audio questions. You can record yourself on your phone or computer and email them over to HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. Of course, you can take me with you in your car if you listen to the podcast in your vehicle, or maybe you're on the road, maybe you're heading to work, wherever you're going. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, fully supported in all of your podcasting apps. Also, your smart devices at your uh, your work or your home or wherever you are, your game room, your uh, gamer cave, as I like to call it. Uh, you can ask your smart device to play the most recent episode of Heine House Live, and it will do so. Go and try it tonight. It's a lot of fun. And of course, if you enjoy the show, please consider giving me a review on whatever podcast app you use. It helps in my trending and helps generate uh, more interest in the show. Of course... This show would not be possible without the generous support from all of these wonderful people that you see on your screen. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. H-E-I-N-E for any newcomers there. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in fact, the show is fully uh, supported and funded by your support here. So thank you very, very much. I appreciate you all taking part 
and keeping the show alive and keeping my entertainment alive. I'm on the uh, fast track to doing this full time, and I want to. I've fought for my whole life, to be honest, and uh, this is what I want to do. And I thank you for helping me get there. Love you guys. I mean it. We have a lot to talk about. How about that? It was like a two-minute intro, yeah? So fuck right off. Everything was good. Everything was great. A lot of cool stuff to talk about. A lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, I even posted some uh, questions. We got um, some audio questions. We got some fun stuff going on. Tons of gaming news. Tons of tech news. Oh, man. It's been a crazy week, to be honest. What has been going on? Well, I'll tell you what's been going on. A new study now shows that men with beards carry more germs than dogs' fur. I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. For real? Yeah, a study shows that. Oh, a study. Oh, great. Well, I studied and I found out that shit stinks. Yeah, and in other news, people who go to sleep with itchy butt wake up with stinky finger. Bruh. Shut the fuck up, people. Let me tell you something. This is really fucked up because for like 30 years, I've not had a beard at all. I've had the fucking classic 90s chin strap because I love it. Look at any picture. I've had the chin strap. It's just my shit. That's my MO. That's why I roll. Bruh. But now the study comes out saying that, oh, you know what? By the way, those beards are full of fucking germs and shit. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe if I was at the fucking chili buffet and I'm just pounding hot dogs and chili... You know, like it's going out of style, you know, like it was my last wiener ever. Then maybe, and I just leave it there, maybe, maybe I had a bowl of cereal and just dunked my face in the milk and then didn't wash my beard in milk and then my face smells like fucking rotten cottage cheese. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you so mad, Jay? For fuck's sake. Why are you upset? Well, because I grow a fucking year of the beard. 2019 started, I was like, big middle finger up, like, you know what? I'm cra- I'm having a beard. Well, now everyone says it's full of germs. Oh, never, never thought maybe I should wash it. Never thought. <laughs> oh, my God. Never really thought about washing it. And that's, man, thanks for the study. Tonight at 7, a new article reports that people who don't shower smell like shit. No, God, please, no, no, no. Moving right along, this week in gaming history, yeah. I'm really excited for this. This is a great segment where we talk about games that came out in the past during this week, throughout our entire gaming years. So this is through the week of April 23rd all the way to April 30th. You guys ready for this? Good stuff right here. On April 23rd, in 1993, Disney's DuckTales 2 was released on NES in Japan. Great game. That's a little more uncommon to find that one. You can find the first DuckTales was very popular uh, in that era. There was a whole lot, lot of Disney games. Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. I had all those, and they're great. Remind me at the end of this. <laughs> remind me, like, you know, hey, just let me know when I'm done with this. Remind me to tell you a story. Should I tell the story? I'll tell it at the end of this. Remind me to tell you a story about a Nintendo tournament event I played as a kid. Real story. Well, I mean, they're all real stories, even though some of them are so fucked. You're like, wait, is that real? Oh, it's, oh, it's real, son. My dad used to tell me a game was called Switch. 
premise of the game is you put one finger in your mouth and the other one goes in your asshole. And when he says go, you switch. Twenty thirteen, Resident Evil Four was released on Android, low mobile. April 24th, the next day. In 2000, Metal Gear Solid on Game Boy Color was released. Holy shisa. How is that on Game Boy Color? A Metal Gear Solid game? Has anyone played that? I really would like to know if you've played that and how how is it? You know, Game Boy games, it can be, it can be hit or miss. If you're playing, you know, you're playing Mario, you're okay. You're playing Tetris, you're okay. You're playing a few others. You're playing Pokemans, you're okay. You play Metal Gear... Man, you may be a different breed of RAM. You better you better let me know how that is. 2007, Lord of the Rings Online on PC was released. The only version I played was Lord of the G-Strings. Um, <laughs> 2012, The Walking Dead Episode 1, A New Day on PC and PS3 was released. You remember that? Walking Dead Episode 1, 2, 3. What a brilliant, brilliant game. Telltale. You guys knocked it out of the park, and I'm so sorry about the fate of your company. It's fucked. I have no words. I feel sorry for everyone who lost their job, and you guys make creative creative and amazing games, and I wish you all the very best. I know you probably won't hear this, but from all of us on our side of the fence, over to you, Tim Allen approves. Uh? I don't know why I'm using Tim, Tim Allen all the time. I just think it's so funny. 2018, oh, you just just a little bit ago, a couple years ago, as in like one year ago. South Park, The Fractured Butthole on Switch was released. Nice. Let's move on to the next day, April 25th. In 1986, Gradius on NES in Japan was released. Great, iconic, classic side-scrolling shooter. In 1989, River City Ransom, also on NES, was released in Japan. Stephanie and I tried to play River City Ransom, and it's it's on our NES Classic, and we'll we'll get back to it. But we played for like maybe an hour or two hours or something, but we went about it the wrong way. We did it in the wrong order. We didn't know that it was kind of like you have to... It's like real RPG elements in a way. You have to go get certain weapons that you're able to use them to advance and get to the next level, beat a certain boss, do it in this order, go back to the town, do this, talk to this person, then go back here. Like, oh my God, we had no fucking idea you had to do all that shit. We're just trying to pile drive through the game. Well, we got to a point where it was like point of no return. We couldn't go back. Like, we couldn't beat the game. We did it in the wrong order. We looked it up. Right? Well, 1989, you're not looking that shit up. Good luck. So anyway, we started again. I had a walkthrough on the phone that I'm having there she's playing it we're kind of doing this together like we want to play this fucking game here we are got a bunch of adults 89 can't seem to play this game but anyway really fun game great game there 2003 fire emblem on game boy advance in japan was released 2014 dark souls 2 on pc was released that's it for april 25th how about to 26th how about the, 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 the. Oh, here it is. Sim City. On SNES in Japan for all you SNESers. A lot of fun. 1996, Disney's Toy Story on Genesis was released. Hey. Was Tim Allen on that one? Uh? 
1999 Smash Brothers on N64. Nice. So good. On the old N64. I remember that time. I remember when that came out. Oh, my God. And I remember playing the game. Here it is. I'm going to say it openly and honestly to all of you. You know, I don't fuck around. I don't bullshit you. I played the game. And I said to myself, what in the fuck are we doing? I I don't get it. Okay. Prior to that, yeah, I've, I play Street Fighter and Killer Instinct and Mortal Kombat and all these fighting games. Clay Fighters. I, I'm playing all these fighting games. And, like, it makes sense. There's a player here. There's a player here. This person fights this person in the round one, round two, round three. Fatality. You're done. What the fuck are we doing? I didn't get it. And I watched it, and there's just like an explosion of shit going on, right? There's just shit flying in fans and shit everywhere. I didn't get it. What are we playing? What are we doing? But I then I then said, you know what? Everyone's in there hooting and hollering. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Hooting and hollering. Maybe I should take part in that. So I jump in there, grab a controller, start playing. And then it made sense. It made sense. Smash Bros. is one of those games to where when you watch, it's fucking crazy. It's like watching, it's like watching like wrestling sped up times 10, you know, and then just insane shit going on. But when I first played it, I didn't like it and I didn't get it until I sat down and forced myself. No, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh my goodness, dear me. I apologize for that. That was very rude of me. And uh, you just got to sit down and play that game, you know? You got to play it. Um, where were we? April 27th, 1992, Kirby's Dreamland on Game Boy in Japan was released. Kirby. 1997. Mm. We're getting some uh, we're getting some N64 love now cuz we're we're moving into a good time for the N64. The big N. Get N or get the fuck out. 97, Star Fox 64. Was released in Japan, Lilat Wars, as it's known. In 2000, Power Stone 2 on Dreamcast in Japan was released. That's one I don't have. I actually don't own any of the Power Stones. Love them. I'm waiting for a good deal on one to pop up, but, you know, paying 50, 60, 70 is just a little out of my price range for a good quality one. I'll come across one one day. Would like to get one and two. Uh, also in the same year, oh, 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 oh. this hits home. 2000, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on N60. <laughs> a lot of good shit right there, folks. I know a lot of you uh, got down with that. You know, I didn't at first. It took me a little while to jump into those. But uh, glorious, glorious games. Iconic. A lot of people say that's their favorite, too. You, can, you know, you can always tell. Uh, I think you can always, you can kind of tell when people were born by what their favorite Zelda game is. And uh, I know it's a difficult thing, you know, of course, even with Breath of, Breath, even with Breath of the Wild here recently. Like, there's, I mean, what a brilliant game, right? This is beautiful. It's perfect. But uh, I think, I think for me... I think it's the link to the past, to be honest. I've said this in the past, and I think I think I'm sticking with it. It's very good. What's your favorite Zelda game? Hit me up in Discord. Let me know what's up with that. Um 
uh, you can get to Discord, heinyhouse.com. Go to my website, top of the page, there's a link. Click it, opens it up on your mobile, your tablet, your browser, whatever. Join in. Have some fun. Um, next up on the list, 2008. This is also on April 27th. And 2008, Mario Kart on Wii was released. And uh, I think that's a great game. I think it's broken. <laughs> I think it's got fucked up AI. But other than that, oh, calm down. Calm down now. You, you know it's true. I'm not, I'm not the only one talking about this shit. Come on now. Good fun game, though. Love it. Played the shit out of that. The online was surprisingly good on Wii. You know, you wouldn't think. Nintendo, what? They figured it out they're online? They figured it out? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they figured it out. I'd just say that it's, it's decent. It works pretty good. <clears throat> okay, April 28th. Moving on to the next day here in 1993, Super Bomberman on Super Nintendo was released in Japan. I fucking love this game. This is a party game and a half. And man, and I have the the official Hudson multi-tap for this game. You plug that in, you get four players on there. It is unbelievable. So much fun. Very intense. Love this game. A year later, 1994, Super Bomberman 2 in Japan was released. And a year later from that, 1995, Super Bomberman 3 was released. They were back to back year to year. 93, 94, 95. It's pretty cool. In that same year, in same day, in 1995, Jumping Flash on PS1 in Japan was released. I can hear the drum intro. Jumping Flash. So good. Love that game. First person. You wouldn't think, oh, let's play a first person uh, robot rabbit shooter where you're collecting carrots. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 kind of a game I want to play. Do yourself a favor and play it. It's a ton of fun. In 2001, Gran Turismo A-Spec on the PS2 was released. <laughs> so fucking good. That's my shit right there. 2009, Dynasty Warriors Strike Force on PSP. I, I think that's the first PSP game we've had on the list. Is it? I don't know. I think it is. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, my homie, my cousin, Justin, he showed me this. He kind of got me into the series a little bit last time he was in town last year. He came out. He's like, hey, man, you played you played any of them Dynasty Warriors? I'm like, no, nah, I really haven't. We went out game hunting. He bought like three or four of them. I didn't know there was like fucking nine or ten of these games. <laughs> There's tons of them. I've seen them before, but I didn't know there were so many. He bought like three of them. You know, they're pretty cheap. And, man, they're fun, man. They're good fun, like co-op to slash, fucking slash and grab, you know, tons of fun. I didn't really put it together. Steph is playing Hyrule Warriors, which is the same shit, but set in the Zelda universe with Zelda characters and stuff. I love it. I think it's great. A lot of fun. So thanks, Justice. Good shit right there. Uh, and then 2017, a couple years ago, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on Switch was released. How about that? April 28th. Good shit. A couple more days here. A couple of big days. Oh, my God. April 29th. In 1998, Tekken 3 on PS1 was released. In 2004, Pikmin 2 on GameCube in Japan was released. In 2008, Grand Theft Auto 4 on PS3 and 360 was released. And in 2009, 
Banjo-Tooie on 360, which was an N64 game sequel to Banjo-Kazooie. And it looks like they ported that over on the, to the 360 in 2009. So that would that would have been it would have been Xbox Live Arcade. I'm assuming no, not arcade, right? No, it just would have been in the Xbox store. In the arcade, like indie games, and sh- I should know this. I have a game in there. April thirtieth, nineteen ninety five. Here we go. Lucas Arts, the homies. In 1995, full throttle on PC. Do yourself a favor. Go to our good old friends at good old games. GOG.com. Go check that game out and download it. Buy it. It's good shit. A lot of fun. Great animation art style. You cannot go wrong. So good. 95. Same year. Same year. Same day. Ultimate Doom. Which was kind of a definitive. Oh, just as the name suggests. Kind of an ultimate edition. Had everything in there. A bunch of DLC, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of, bunch of DLC before it was called DLC, to be honest. Uh, 1996, Warcraft 2, Beyond the Dark Portal, on PC, was released. 1997, Wild Arms on PS1. We got some PS1 heavy hitters here, folks. This is a big day. In fact, more games are released on April 30th than in like any other day in my list. So here we go. 1998, Breath of Fire 3 on PS1 was released. 1998, Gran Turismo, PS1, of course. The game that changed simulation racing. Uh, Just today, as I sit here and talk about 1998, as I talk about it, 21 years ago right now, I was playing Gran Turismo Sport in virtual reality in VR today. And we're going to talk about that later on. I'll I'll let you know my impressions of what I think. 98, same year, Panzer Dragoon Saga on the Saturn was released. Is that my first Saturn list? Maybe. I don't know. You guys got to tell me this shit. You guys got to tell me. So now I've got like a lot of fans of different consoles and systems. So let me know. Is Saturn your shit? Is that your ish? Let me know. Oh, a big one here. 98. My God, 98. Fuck, that was a good year, wasn't it? I, I do distinctly remember 98 for many, many reasons, but gaming was for sure one of them. 98, Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. Really, the game engine that changed the game industry, I would go as far to say. I'll start right there, 98. On PC. 99, a year later, Alien vs. Predator on PC. Got some PC love for y'all. 99, Pokemon Stadium on N64 in Japan was released. 1999, Midtown Madness on PC was released. That's a little kind of fun racing game. There's a cult following for it. I wanted to mention it. I do like that game. I've got them on, uh, I think I had it on my uh, XP machine. Uh, And I think on my original Xbox, too. I used to, at least. 99, Street Fighter Alpha 3 on PS1 was released. 1999, same year, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe on Game Boy Color. Great game right there. In fact, shout out to, uh, her name's Lisa. She lives in Canada. I doubt she listens to the show, but if she did, thank you. She uh, sent, she gifted me this game uh, maybe two or three years ago. Never owned that one. It's a lot of fun. It's good stuff. Thank you. 
2002, Resident Evil on GameCube was released. Oof. Resident Evil. It's showed up twice now on this list, hasn't it? Good shit. And uh, finally, 2013, Far Cry Blood Dragon on PS3 was released. That's such a great, great, fun game. They took, like, every element of 80s, like, Knight Rider pop culture and threw it into a futuristic... It's, like, set in the future, but it has, like, 80s and nostalgic, like, themes and elements to it and has, like, lots of neon and futuristic color. Like, it's so cool. Like, you got to play it. It's really... They did a good job with that. Blood Dragon is fucking awesome. A lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this week. In gaming history. Moving right along, we got some gaming news that's happening. A lot of gaming news, in fact. PSA, everyone, if you use EA's Origin, oh yeah, that lovely launcher that we all know and love, and we think about every time we go to sleep and we get in our bed and we put our head in the pillow and, you know, we're we're nude, you know, from the waist down and we're just sitting there like, what are we going to do? Well, we're thinking about Origin. Thinking about making that O face for the Origin. I know you do. PSA, security flaw. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Security flaw. Security, security. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, oh fuck. fuck. Security. Be sure to go on right now and update your origin. Go ahead. Do it today. Make a note. Pull out your phone. Make a little note, a little reminder to get on there and update it to the newest version. There's a security flaw that's in there. Uh, the security flaw allows hackers to run and install any application through a harmless-looking link. Yes. Um, I made some notes about this so that I can let you guys know exactly what's going on with this and how they're doing this. Not that it matters because, uh, you know, they found a flaw and hopefully they don't attack people. That's fucked. Source of the flaw came from EA's use of custom URL protocol. All right, so what this does, it allows gamers to access game websites, stores, in a browser instead of using the Origin client. So basically, it's kind of like a redirect. So once the, the URL, the link is executed and ran through, it then opens up a browser that's not in the Origin browser, right? It's kind of a workaround. Um, so you do it outside of the client. And this is a big problem. If it's coming from the Origin client and the link gets executed and ran, and then it opens up like your browser window and then installs malicious software. That's how they're doing it. So uh, the Origin Launcher, it can be tricked into launching this software. And you don't need to, like, click something like download. You can run something and have it auto-fucking-download. Just run the browser, right? That happens all the time. It's been happening for years. So that's kind of how they do it. And once that happened, what that means is basically it gives the hacker the ability to take control and have access to uh, your origin and launch browsers and install any software they want on your machine. It's a problem. Real big fucking problem. So get on get on origin and update it to the most recent version. Do that today. I haven't done it yet. I'm fucking going to do it tonight. Just, you know, pull out these articles. It's... Just remember, folks, especially when we're talking about PC here. You know, I'm a big PC gamer. I talk a lot about it. I'm on your side with this. You have to understand that 
one thing that one rule that I have that I haven't always had that I'm getting better at and that I'm going to recommend you do do as I say, not as I do. Right. That's what my uncle always used to say. Cause my uncle always used to say, Jay, you got to take hell and raise it. <laughs> but what you have to do is have only the programs on your computer that you're going to need and nothing more if possible because every single bit of software that you have on your computer, every every single program, that is a security risk. That is a flaw. And you have to understand that if you're downloading like a kind of a, you know, um, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll say lower tier or a not, not as a supported program, especially one that's like, oh, it's not supported anymore. But you can still download it. It's just we're not going to support it anymore, i.e. that means they're not going to give you security updates or patches or anything like that. So people are sitting around all day long, completely nude, in their basement, working at trying to break these programs to hack into your shit. So just be really careful. Be be vigilant when it comes to this and only have what you need on the computer because all it takes – oh, you heard about that – what was that one? C-Cleaner? CC-Cleaner? Um, I've used it in the past, and it had uh, some reverse engineering to where um, it it you could t- hackers could take control of your shit and do all kinds of crap and install spyware and all this crap through the program. It's a fucking spyware and system cleaning tool. So you're like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I'm cleaning my system. Everything's cool. No, you're just opening up your butthole. Uh. <laughs> anyway, update origin and go uninstall some programs. Let's make it a rule. Let's make it a rule. Every week on Friday, go on and uninstall one program. That's a good habit to get into. That's what I'm trying to do. And another news, some Twitch news, which is kind of gaming related. Yeah, right. We stream on Twitch. Get at me on uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash heinyhouse, brah. It's actually the Heine House now, right? Yeah, the Heine House. Uh, Twitch karaoke is now a thing. Mm. Mm. So now you get to hear a bunch of assholes sing to each other. This ought to be good. No, there's actually a lot of really great and talented people on there. I would know. I've been in the music category there for many years, drumming and doing things. Unfortunately, they passed rules against, you know, using music that has copyright, so I can't stream that anymore, and so I'm going to I'm going to abide by the rules. I think that's fair. And um, so I can't do that anymore. That's why the drum streams aren't happening anymore. That's why this is here. I'm now spending the time working on this. But anyway, Twitch has now released a new free-to-play karaoke game called Twitch Sings. It's actually a collaboration, which is really cool, with Harmonix and Twitch. It's really cool that they partnered together to do this. Um, they revealed it last year kind of in limited numbers but uh, it's actually becoming a real thing uh twitch sings is launching with close to 2,000 songs and we'll get new songs as they update them and upload them over time this is cool the game will run and tie in directly with players twitch accounts so it will kind of already be in your account there and it will let you stream and um why did i lose my notes there we go um it will let you stream without having any third-party software. This is kind of nice. 
Because if anyone knows, <laughs> anyone knows how to set up a Twitch stream and get that shit going, you know that it's a big fat pain in the ass and there's always issues and stuff going on. So if they can somehow get it to where it runs in the browser or runs on their servers on their side and somehow you link it all up and you can connect with another player and you can sing. This is tough because music and timing and lag and uploads and latency and bit rates, that's a huge undertaking. I'll be honest, man. That sounds like a complete fucking nightmare to me. I wonder how they're going to do that. I'm really excited to, to see it and hear about it. Maybe I'll do some Twitch sing streams for you. Maybe I'll get drunk first and then do it. That might be better. Our beloved Reggie. The man himself. His body is Reggie. His last day at Nintendo was April 15th. That's That was this uh, this week. So sad to see him go. Really, I really am, to be honest. It didn't really hit me. Honestly, it didn't really hit me until his last day. April. I'm sitting there April 15th, and, and Twitter exploded. He was the number one trending hashtag on Twitter. It was hashtag Reggie. And I'm like, oh, shit, must be his last day. He created his own personal Twitter account on that day, and he got like 300,000 followers in like an hour. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. People love this man. He is so wholesome. I just, I don't know. Something about him. He's There's something about him. He's so, he's so real and like honest and upfront and genuine. He's just, there's no bullshit with him. I love it. Just, just, I'm Reggie. Just fucking deal with it. That's, that's, that's how he is. I just love it. Um, but the new, the new uh, gentleman to take his seat succeeded by Doug Bowser, which now means that Nintendo is going to be run by somebody with the last name of Bowser. So Bowser's running the show. So that either means that we're fucked or... No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure this man will do an amazing job. And I can't wait to get to know him. Cannot wait to to uh, move through these these years with a new driver in the driver's seat. Our man Reggie, though, he started at uh, Nintendo as president in 2004. Wow. Do you remember 2004? I fucking remember 2004. A lot of stuff was happening. And during his time, he oversaw big consoles, huge console releases from the big end, including the DS, the Wii, the Wii U, the 3DS, and the Switch, of course. Reggie. On behalf of all gamers worldwide, we love you and we will miss you. All the best to you. All the best in health and joy. And I hope that you enjoy your time off playing games and resting and getting back to what you love the most. Kicking our asses online. <laughs> Remember, he always used to say that at the, the events. I'm going to come back here and I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's good shit. Um... So I'm going to I'm going to preface this by saying that at the beginning of the week, PlayStation 5 had some rumors, all right? And we started to make notes about this, and then later on in the week, Sony, I believe it was Sony, directly they had a press conference with lead, I think it was the lead hardware designer, and I this is why I'm saying this. I don't have all my facts on this, but I still wanted to talk about it, all right? 
And once once all this news comes out, and once Sony officially announces this shit and like sets it in stone, then I'll report on it and talk about it and give my thoughts and opinions. But this was kind of what the rumors at the beginning of the week started out as. And I think they've even been more detailed than this. But what the rumors were that it's going to feature 8K, all right? So it's capable of 8K, capable of ray tracing, uh, will feature a two terabyte internal hard drive, and will come with an all brand new redesigned DualShock 5 controller with a built-in camera, and it will be capable of playing um, VR games with the current VR headset. And they're rumored to be developing a new VR headset, which I think all of us know anyway. Of course they are. Um, it also will be backwards compatible with PS4 and all the VR games, of course. Now, people were talking about, holy shit, like in one article I read, they said, oh, it's going to be fully backwards compatible with like PS1 all the way to today. I'm like, ah, I wish, like I would fucking shit myself if that was fully backwards compatible. Can you imagine? But uh, I don't really think that's going to be the case. I wish it would be, but... Uh, and some articles I've read were saying, no, it's not going to be. There's no fucking way it's going to be. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, allegedly, it's going to launch in 2020. That's all rumored. And will be 100 bucks more than a PS4 at launch. So what, 500 bucks maybe? 500 US bucks? What do you think? Now, I... I didn't dive deep into the PS5 rumors too much. That's all That's all good and fun, all that stuff. The main thing is what they're saying is it's going to have an SSD. So it's going to have a solid-state drive in there, which is going to cut down on load times dr drastically. In fact, like, you know, there was a, at, at the interview or the conference that was held, uh, they loaded up uh, a fast travel uh, in a game, and doing it on the normal drive took, like, 12 seconds or something, and then on the SSD drive took like 0.8. Like that's insane. That's insane speed. So yes, SSD, of course, we're moving, we're moving that direction for sure. All consoles, all computers, hopefully sooner than later, will have SSD. And the prices are coming down on those hard drives. I encourage everyone to get an SSD drive because they're great. No moving parts. It's the future. It's the future. Uh, right, Tim? What do you guys think about the PS5 stuff? Get at me in Discord. Let me know if you've heard anything. Let me know what you think. Are you going to be buying it day one? I have some more PS uh, stuff to talk about later on in the show because I have been playing PlayStation VR today. Thanks to the homie Chanch, my man John, who let me, who brought his over to let me borrow it because I don't own one and I'm, I'm not really in the market to be buying one right now. But uh, pretty cool. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. I got some Capcom news and some pictures we'll show here in a little bit. If you're listening to the audio feed, go back on YouTube around the 38-minute uh, mark. You'll take a look at some of these pictures. Capcom has entered the plug-and-play world with a Capcom arcade stick. No, literally. It's shaped like fucking Capcom logo. It says Capcom with two arcade sticks sticking out of it and a whole bunch of arcade buttons. And I'm like super stoked about this. I'm like, holy shit, this looks this looks pretty dope. Like I'm I'm excited. I'm I don't know exactly how this is gonna turn out for them. I think there's a few big flaws in it. And and I, I don't know. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So first of all, it's shaped like the Capcom logo. 
What do you guys think about that? Do you like it? Do you not like it? And I'll show a picture of it coming up here. Um, the prices are currently in, in European, so it's what, 199 euros, 229 euros. That's pretty expensive. That's a that's a pretty penny. So what, 250, 230, something? US? That's pretty expensive. Or more. What, 250, 300? I don't know. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, let me let me let me convert because I'm not sure. Let me I'll mute myself so I don't fuck up everyone else's Google. So hold on. What is 229 euros in US dollars? 229 euros is approximately 257 dollars and 42 cents. Damn. Thank you. You're welcome. So it's gonna be like 260 bucks US. That's a, that's expensive. Fucking in with tax? You're looking at a $300 bill, boy. Bruh. Damn. Is it worth it to you? Would you do that? Would you buy it? Let's talk more about it. Comes with 16 classic arcade titles. 1944, Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots, Darkstalkers, Eco Fighters. I've never played Eco Fighter. I haven't even heard of that one, to be honest. Ghouls and Ghosts. Ah, oh, Giga Wing. Yes, that's cool. The arcade version of it. Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Mega Man Power Battle, Pro Gear, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. I'm going to zoom in on this. And I'm going to flip over. So there's uh, obviously the games. Here's what it looks like. So it's a, uh, I mean, it is literally the Capcom logo built into an arcade stick. Now you you can't really tell size from this, but it has to be pretty hefty. It has to be. This is absolutely not a lap thing. This is a table. You have to put this on a table and really have a dedicated area for it, I think. But isn't that beautiful, though? Come on, we got to give some credit. I think it's really nice looking. I wish I could see the bottom of it. It doesn't show the bottom of it. And then as you can see down here, it's got a, <clears throat> a USB port, HDMI out, and a power in, and a power button. And uh, what they say is that it has Wi-Fi. It has Wi-Fi. Hey, Harold, what's this Wi-Fi all these kids are talking about? What's this Wi-Fi? What do I do with the Wi-Fi? Do I play with the Wi-Fi or do I... Do I touch the Wi-Fi or do I turn on the Wi-Fi? Harold, what do I do with the Wi-Fi? My phone says Wi-Fi. What does that mean? What do I do? That means that they could, you know, throw some updates, some patches... <laughs> They can throw some patches through, some updates, maybe more games. I like it. Here's what's going to happen, people. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Hold on, hold on. Listen real close. I'll get close to the mic. I'll turn it up. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, the hackers are going to hack it. 
Are you are you excited for that? Hell yeah, I am. Dude, the best thing to ever happen to my NES and Super Nintendo Classic mini consoles were people hacking them so that we could install games on them and have like a definitive console for them. It's fucking amazing. I cannot wait. I can hear the hackers now just clamoring, just going crazy. They're like fucking rock hard boners right now. Just waiting for it to get hacked. Man, I can't wait. Fuck. Fuck playing just Capcom games, man. Hack MAME on that bitch. Let's play MAME arcade game. Let's do the whole gamut. Fuck it. I think it's be great. I'm excited for it. Now, 300 bucks, that's out of my price range. I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I'll be real with you. You know, I'll go eye to eye. We'll square up. That's a little fucking steep, but I still think it's it's a really cool and legit. <clears throat> they're also in hot water because they're using a open source, publicly used emulator to uh, to do this, and the, it's been around since two thousand one. And you know, the license says that you cannot use it for profit. And they clearly stated on their website, Capcom clearly stated that they are using that emulator. And that it's great. It's a fantastic emulator, but they're in hot water. So what happened was, this is really interesting. This happened this week, all this week. They started to get people interested, like, what? Wait, what? And all the people who support that emulator, like the developers and all that stuff, all the open source people, like, I had no fucking idea they're doing this. I didn't even hear. We didn't hear from Capcom. Capcom didn't send me any money. The fuck's going on? You know? Why are they using it? They're not supposed to. We've been using it for since 2001. No one's making money on this. It's open source. Well, they said they're using it. And uh, they ended up taking their website down. It was like down for maintenance or whatever. And uh, it was down for like almost a whole day, to be honest. And then it came back online. And all of that, that little blurb about using that emulator was gone. Yeah. So they're in hot water. We got got a lot of drama here, folks. People are going to hack it and they're going to find out the internal... Uh, software that's being used for it. I think it's very, very interesting. And uh, we'll go from there. Speaking of plug and plays and other consoles, I'm excited, man. Sega Genesis Mini, we've talked about it before, but it is coming out. And guess what else? They announced 10 more games for it. Yeah, 10 more games. Woo! (laughs) So that means... We currently have 20 games that we know of that are going to be on there. And just a little reminder, pre-orders of the Genesis Mini are live right now. It is $79.99. Coming out September 19th, 2019, right around the corner. And can I go on record and just say I'm so happy and thankful that we are getting an official Sega product. All right? Not the fucking at games bullshit. I've talked about it before. I know I won't bring it up again, but man, I'm so happy Sega is releasing their own console under their own means. So here's a list of the confirmed games. Just so you know, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Gunstar Heroes, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Earthworm Jim, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, and Donald Duck. Thanks, Donald. 
Thunder Force 3. Super Fantasy Zone. Mmm, sounds sexy. I would love to visit Super Fantasy Zone. Can I come to Fantasy Zone? Harold, what do I do with this Wi-Fi? Harold, do I plug in the Wi-Fi or what do I do with this Wi-Fi? I heard all the kids talking about Wi-Fi. I want to know. Um, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage 2, Contra Hardcock, or, sorry, Contra Hardcore, Hard Corpse, and Land, <laughs> Land Stalker. <laughs> and the sequel, and the sequel to Land Stalker, Trouser Snake. <laughs> Super Fantasy Zone 2, Trouser Snake. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking awesome. I cannot wait for this console, dude. And again, I will say it again. You know what? No shame. I'm so fucking excited that it's coming and that there isn't a third party to fuck it up. Man, I can't wait. And I also can't wait for the uh, the hackers to get a hold of it and... Allow us to figure out how to put more games on it. It's fucking dope. It's like the definitive console. Love it. Can someone please help me make a game? I want to make a game. I'll call it Trouser Snake. Seriously. Any any uh, app developers out there, get at me. Let's talk. <laughs> um, made a list of some games that are coming out uh, this year. And there was a whole bunch that are coming out in the future that I want to talk about, but I figured I'd wait a little bit. We also have an E3 episode that's coming up down the road because E3 is next month. And so we're going to talk about that. It's kind of most anticipated. But I have a list of some games that are coming out this year that I think are noteworthy or that I'm excited for. And uh, you might be excited for them, too. So I want to talk about them real quick. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat 11. April 23rd, 2019. Pretty fucking awesome. And you know what? I saw the trailer. Trailer is amazing. They have, a, it's like a throwback. And they have all these great MK2 characters and MK3 characters. You know what I'm excited for? My man Baraka, Edward Scissorhands. Represent, bitch. He's in the house. Cannot wait to play my man Baraka. Taught Edward Scissorhands everything he knows. And you know what's really crazy is the other day... When that came out, I actually saw, uh, I was watching the trailer. I had to watch it a few times because I, I was like, man, this is really, really good. And I'm going to play the audio version of the trailer for you guys. It's really cool. So check this out. I think you guys are going <laughs> to, I think you guys are going to really, really like it. <laughs> Shit. Where'd it go? Please hold. Uh, the anticipation is killing you, I know. Oh, uh, you guys can't wait. Well, what's nice about this game is that I think, I mean, you guys play Mortal Kombat 10 or X, and um, I liked it, and it was popular. But I think having the throwback with all these characters from previous MKs, like, coming back, is uh, kind of a nice way to to round it out and really grab the older audience like us. All right, so check this out. Here's the trailer. 
I think. Hold on. Why is this not playing? <laughs> Test your mind. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. Now, isn't that amazing? Doesn't that trailer sound great? You know you want to play it. You know you want to play this game. I cannot wait to jump in there and listen to that. I bet you that song plays in the intro, too. <laughs> Come on, iPad. Work with me here. Super Meat Boy Forever. That is the uh, very, very popular Super Meat Boy game, a sequel there. April 26, 2019, very popular. Very meaty. A lot of meat going on. It makes me want to eat meatballs every time I play it. I just want to eat meatballs. Just fucking pound meatballs. Rage 2. Now this, I'm super excited for. I wanted to talk a just briefly about this. I sat down and I watched the gameplay footage they had of this. And uh, IGN reported on this, and they created a video. Uh, it looks amazing. It looks so good. It looks colorful. It looks action-packed. The movement looks really fluid. It's like, it's like what you wish Destiny was, like what you wish Anthem was. You know, like I don't know. It just it ticks all the boxes for me. It looks really, really good. Here's the thing, though. You have to keep in mind that they're saying that there's no co-op and there's no online multiplayer. Okay. Okay, well, that's good and bad, maybe, depending on who you are and what you're interested in. They say that it's story-driven and that they have enough content to warrant this decision and to warrant a full price for your purchase. That's what they said. And to be real, like, go to IGN and look at the video and let me know what you think. I'm fucking stoked for it, to be honest. May 14th, 2019. I'm going to check that out. I don't know if it's a day one for me, but man, I really wish it had co-op. I fucking love looter shooters when they're co-op. Come on now. At least that. Warhammer. Kind of a, a new Warhammer coming out. It's a mix between Diablo, Path of Exile. This is on the list because Miss Stephbot is extremely excited about this. June 4th, 2019. Let the woman have it. Give it to her. She helped me write a big majority of this entire list for this episode. So much love. She's amazing. Shenmue 3. Very cool. It's coming out August 27th, 2019. A game called Control. It's a third-person action game, kind of similar to Max Payne, maybe Quantum Break. Sort of like in that vein. August 27th, 2019. Go ahead and check that out. That's pretty good. It looks nice. I like it. This is a really cool one, too. So World of Warcraft Classic is coming out. 
And uh, she says on here she wanted me to mention that she's very excited about this. She will be getting it. And she cannot decide if she wants to start a warlock again or a priest. Summer 2019 is when it's coming out. Get in Discord. She's in there too. The old Phantom Jest. Let her know what she should do. Give her your input, all you wowers. Warlock or priest? Just don't be diddling. <laughs> Gears of War 5 is to be determined right now, but that's pretty cool. I'm excited for Gears 2019. I remember when I played the first Gears, I got on it a little bit late. I played the, my first my first time playing Gears of War. It was in 2009. So I was playing, that would have been what, the second one? Or was it the first one? My homie brought over his game and we played it for like all night. It was a lot of fun. Love the chainsaw. You just fucking cut off limbs and shit. And like just, it's really cool. Maybe I should jump back in. A new Wolfenstein. Very cool. It's called Young Blood to be determined sometime in 2019. Id is at it again. I love the other ones like they released. They're so good. Like the more recent ones, like, uh, fuck. Which one was it? Old Blood? I think it's Old Blood. Yeah, it's really good. That's another one. I mean, come on. And Rage is, is done by, you know, a good majority of the team. So I think that, I think it is. I think it's done by Id. Should be a lot of fun. Um, the, a game called The Outer Worlds. Um, for those of you who may be disappointed in the Fallout 76 game that came out recently, this is a single-player RPG made by Obsidian, which is cool. The guys behind Fallout New Vegas, which is very cool. So be on the lookout for that sometime this year. There's some games coming out. Um, and um, another one I'm really excited for that I just thought of that's not on the list is uh, Grid. Grid Autosport coming out. Uh, it's been out. I mean, Grid's been out forever, but this one is going to come to Switch. So I'm really excited for that. You know, my dad used to tell me game. He taught me a game. It's called Switch. Premise of the game is you put one finger in your mouth and the other goes in your asshole. And when he says go, you switch. <laughs> Pretty cool. And lastly, on this list, this is a really cool moment. If you're not looking at the video feed, go back and take a look around the one hour mark, 28 minutes in, because you're going to want to um, see this cool stuff. Dying Light 2 is coming out. We're really, really excited about that. I know I kind of just glaze over it, but the thing is, is that the whole Dead Island, Dying Light franchise, Techland, it got a little dicey there. You know, we got, we had Dead Island 1, then they had a Dead Island kind of expansion, right? And then they kind of were working on Dead Island 2, but they kind of brushed it under the carpet to work on Dying Light, which they released, which is a, a superb Absolutely brilliant and one of the best co-op zombie experiences I have ever had in gaming. I will never get tired of playing that game. And when the servers finally shut down, I am going to riot in the fucking streets. I'm going to just stuff my face full of cheeseburgers and pass out. Because I'll be really, really sad. And I'll be eating my pain. But what happened was Dead Island 2 was announced. We saw a trailer at E3, if you remember, years ago. And uh, this had been 2014, 2013, maybe. 
Well, then news broke that they are canceling it and not going to do it. We were all super sad. Even though we got Dying Light, it was great. News is now is that it is coming back. Yep, yep. Dead Island 2. It is coming back, folks. Um, apparently, it's coming back and will be available sometime in 2020-ish. That's not official. Those are what the rumors are. It's taken over by, get this, our amazing friends, Sega's right-hand team, the men and women who brought us OutRun, and many, 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 many others, Sega Racing, Sega and Sonic All-Stars, and the new, the new Transform that's coming out. Sumo Digital. Yes, Sumo Digital is taking charge of this. And uh, I just have great memories playing the first Dead Island. So this is like a dream come true. Huge news. Great news. We were at Target. Stephanie and I were at Target uh, in 2015 or 2014. And we walked into the electronics department and we saw these, these hangers, these cards. Now, you guys know what these are. These are a pre-order um, card. And you spend a dollar and you get them. And then when the game comes out, you bring these in. And this basically secures your copy. You've already put a down payment on it and you get your game and you move on. It's really cool. And we look at we have both Xbox One and PS4, these cards here. But we bought these, and it says here, look, game release date spring. If you can see the spring of 2015. Look at that. And I wanted to show these because when we bought these, the game had already been canceled. It was not available. The the news had broke. So we were at Target, we're like, fuck it, we need to buy these just for collecting purposes. So we spent two dollars and bought each one of these just to say, like, well, look. We have a bit of history. The game is never coming out, but we have these. Well, alas, it is coming out. I wonder if we can still use these. Target will be like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? That's for a different game. <laughs> so those are a few games coming out that I just wanted to make note real quick. Are you guys interested in any games coming out this year? Something I missed? Something that I need to know about? You're dying to tell me? Get in Discord. Let me know. Let's talk about it. I would love to talk about it. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Games Done Quick. They announced their schedule this week, which is great. We love watching Games Done Quick. Honestly, I think Games Done Quick GDQ is probably one of the greatest things to spawn from the gaming community as a whole. Honestly, I believe that. Uh, they support Doctors Without Borders. They have for years. They raise literally millions of dollars in charity to help people, help children, help hospitals, help doctors. And I think it's a fantastic cause, and it's beautiful. And it's so cool to see the gaming community come together like this and um, support such a great cause. But also, watching the world's greatest players speedrun their games. It's so great. And it's so I'm so proud of my friend Pete Dore. He has attended there last year. He attended. We watched it. It was so good. We watched the playback of it too. And I love, I just love seeing that he's there. So shout out to Pete. Um, so awesome, man. I'd like to get you on the show too. Sometime we can talk, have some fun, reminisce. Um, so awesome. Oh, maybe I should tell you the schedule. Let's open up this tab here. See exactly, exactly when the, uh, 
the date and schedule. Yeah, I talk about it, but yeah, hey, I'm not going to tell you when it is. Now, fuck it. You can figure it out. <laughs> you can figure it out. No, uh, game's done quick. It is uh, SGDQ 2019 schedule uh, June 23rd. It's when it starts. So get your... Uh, Get your long pants on there, boy. Get your long pants on and get on over there and have a little fun. You know, I like Westerns. I like all kind of Westerns. I like the ones with the cowboy boots and the hats and stuff. Some Xbox news. The E3, another uh, event date announced. Xbox E3 briefing will be held June 9th, 2019 in the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be there or be square. Sony will not be attending, so fuck right off. They're like, we don't need you anymore. We're going to follow suit with the big N. We're going to do our own direct. Why? Why Why would you go when you're going to spend millions getting there and doing the event? Right? I mean, yeah, we love E3. We love watching it, but you can host your own event and stream it for... Not even a fraction of the cost, man. Like, it makes sense. I, I don't know, man. E3, maybe we won't have an E3 down the road when everyone bails and jumps ship. Who knows? Who knows? Here's some funny-ass shit. I love it. I fucking love this. What happened? What happened when Nintendo released Swap Note on the DS, 3DS? What happened? Do you remember what happened? You remember Swap Note? You can draw little pictures. You can take pictures, send them to your friends. What do you think? What in your wildest dreams, your wildest fantasies do you think people are going to do with that? There's really only one answer. One answer only, and you know it. They're either going to draw or they're going to take pictures of and send their cocks. Uh, there is no other reason winner. that they would send anything else. And what happened with Swap Note? You remember that? What happened with Swap Note? Nintendo was like, oh shit, we done fucked up. Man, they went in there and they shut that shit down. They shut that shit right down. They disabled Swap Note completely. Not even like, eh, we'll just we'll just ban the accounts that send their cock pics, you know? Nope. They fucking just shut it down. The whole thing. Done. They're like, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we'll just fucking shut it down. It's too many cocks. So many cocks. There's a cock. There's a cock. It's everywhere. The world has a fascination with cocks. Let it be known. So what do you expect when when you know this? You know that Swap Note had cock problems. And then you release something to the community to allow them to create things. And you allow them to draw things. What do you think they're going to do? Well, this is what happened to Smash Brothers Ultimate for Switch. A new update to Smash Bros. just came out this week. Update 3.0. At least I think it was this week. Maybe it was earlier, but... We just started playing it this week, so that's why I say that. Update 3.0 for Ultimate. Uh, Joker from Persona series is now available for purchase. Additional DLC there. All right. So 
that's something that they've added you can get. But also they added for free a stage creator. Yes, of course. Lots of stages of what else do you think? But cocks. Lots of cocks. A lot of cocks popping up. Oh, Steph. Oh, Steph. That was a joke from her. Look at that. So good. <laughs> the thing is, is that... Of course there's going to be cocks. There's, there's really, really no reason to not send a cock. And look at this. Here's a picture of one of the stages, a screenshot someone took. Uh, yeah. Look at the thumbs up. 1,699 thumbs ups. Uh, yeah. Look at the name of it. Climax. There's a, there's a, a map here called Climax, and it's a picture of a basically a, a drawn woman that is lying on her stomach, and there's a male behind her giving it to her doggy style. And that's a level that on, on the Smash that you can play. What else is in here? We have some other fun ones. Oh, yeah, look at all these levels you can play. This is a, a screenshot of the interface where you can look and play replays and see people's screenshots and see some fun stuff like, oh, yeah, look at that. Cool. Oh, there's this old game set. Oh, everything. Oh, there's a dick shooting jizz out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're at a, an hour, nine minutes in the show. If you listen to the audio feed and you want to go watch the YouTube video and look at this, that's where it is. Yep. Let's play some Smash. Come on, folks. Don't act surprised. It's a big dick. Oh, look at that. Speaking of the big dick, look at that one. That's a big grassy dick. It's basically a sideways dick with two balls. And uh, you can pretty much just fight on it. See, folks, this is what I'm saying. <clears throat> I think this is hilarious, and I think it's funny, and it's something I would do, absolutely. Something that I've really done for years, like stick figures and stuff and drawing dicks on everything. But here's the thing. you got to realize who we're dealing with here. We're dealing with the big N, the big Nintendo, the big conservative Nintendo. They don't like picks, dick picks next to anyone. No one likes an unsolicited dick pic, so stop doing it. <laughs> What's going to happen is they're going to be like, well, we gave them the opportunity to play uh, and make cool levels, but they decided to abuse it and do this, so we're going to pull it. Ooh, pun not intended, but that's that sure is funny. Here's the thing. It's kind of like, it's almost a bait and switch, right? This is what I this is how I really feel about this. It's almost like a bait and switch from Nintendo. You're gonna release something to where people can fucking draw and create something, right? They're gonna draw boobies and dicks and 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 asses and pussies and all sorts of stuff. What the fuck do you think? What why are you why are you surprised at that? Of course people are. Yes, like maybe. 80%, 85% of the people are going to make cool fucking levels that we're all going to play. But people are going to draw dicks. And a lot of them. And upload them. And laugh. Because it's funny. Here's the thing. Where do you draw the line, right? You have to draw the line somewhere. Because you got dick pics, but then you also have like hate speech and shit going on there. People are drawing swastikas. And they're, they're saying, you know, being racist. and Doing all this shit. So it's like, 
okay, well, where do you draw the line? Well, you have to draw the line with one. You got to draw it with all. I understand that. I get that. So it's tough. Nintendo's going to be like, oh, well, just take it away because we can't, we can't keep up with it. That's fucked. That sucks. It's the whole like it that one bad apple ruins the whole fucking fruit salad. I still think the dick pics are funny though. That's <laughs> so what happened with Swap Note. Exactly the same thing. They shut that the fuck down. So if you want to play in custom levels right now, I don't know if you go on there, you can download them, you can do them, play them. Do it. Do it now because that shit is going under. Mark my words. I think they're going to, unless they have a, a dedicated team of people that are going to sit around and just, they're going to just sit there and flag dicks all day long, man. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. Maybe they'll do a review process. Now that would, now that would be good, right? Every map is a review process. Someone has to, at, at Nintendo, click like, yeah, this is good. Send it through. I think that's a good idea. Fucking hilarious. And in other news, 13, the game. Yes, remember this game? Came out a long, long time ago on uh, PlayStation 2, Xbox, original Xbox, and PC, and GameCube, too, actually. It's in Roman numeral. 13, it's making a return. This is a really cool cel-shaded um, shooter that was single-player, again, story-driven, but a lot of fun, done by Ubisoft a long time ago. It was It's kind of a cult classic. Go look it up. Go check out some YouTube videos of it. It is a shit ton of fun, and I'm excited to have it back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I have uh, this game on PC. I have a, a boxed copy of it, and it's difficult to get running. Um, I think I think a long time ago, I, was, I got it running, and I was going to do a stream of it, to be honest, back in the... Back in the the Justin TV days, I was going to do a stream of it, and I think I tried to cap, I tried to game cap it, and it would not work, which makes sense on an older game. But uh, this is really cool. I'm just glad it's making a comeback. Um, it will be coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Wow, Switch, and also Mac OS. Well, they're still making games for Mac. Yeah, it's kind of a convenient thing. Uh, the company's called Play Magic Limited. Play Magic. And what they're doing is they're actually rebuilding uh, the game completely from the ground up. So they're taking Ubisoft's kind of assets and game and analyzing that and then building um, to create a new version of it, to take advantage of new hardware. We do not have answers as to what that means exactly. Um, what that means in kind of like, they didn't say this, but what it means is they're going to build it in another game engine than what it originally had, like Unreal or Unity. or They're going to do something with it, and I'm very excited to see where this goes. I bet you it will be in Unreal. I mean, why wouldn't it, you know? Unreal is kind of like the game engine for that, especially for shooters. So awesome stuff. And uh, it's not really known yet if they're going to use the... I mean, I guess they would have all the assets, all the voice and audio assets from the game, right? So... Maybe they're going to use the same voice actors. Maybe they're going to re-record it. I mean, re-recording it sounds about right. You know how you usually want to do it, but who knows? Um, we'll see. I think it'll be kind of sad if they don't use Adam West. He was in that game as General Carrington. So hopefully they have him as the General General Jason Commander-in-Chief Squad Longtoe. And, uh, sir, why the fuck is your name General Long toe. Well, sure, I got a fucking long toe. I had it from birth, and 
I used to, had a really good long toe. I was good in soccer, sir, and uh, played long toe soccer, sir. 13. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. It's going to be fun. Hey, another uh, bit of uh, gaming news for you there. Metal Slug Infinity. You heard of this one yet? Metal Slug Infinity is coming out. Well, what the fuck is that? Metal Slug, what the fuck is that? Okay, hold on to your seats. Hold on to your rocket lawn chair. A new free-to-play Metal Slug mobile game. All right, do I just walk away now? Maybe I'll just walk away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It could be all right. It could be okay. Well, here's the deal. Sadly, it doesn't play anything like the traditional Metal Slug games. It's an RPG, and uh, it plays kind of like a tower in defense. It uh, really doesn't consist of the player progressing, uh, per se. It's kind of like a gather resources. Um, I'm trying to read some of these notes here. Require less attention from the player and often be played while the player is doing other activities. Idle games do not penalize the player for inactivity, meaning that there's no negative consequences to leaving it running without input. Okay. I know of this stuff. I've seen Steph play one of the final... Is it one of the Final Fantasy mobile games? Fuck, I don't remember. She has one RPG that... I think it's Final Fantasy something or rather, but you don't really play it. You just like turn on auto fight and it just fucking auto battles everyone. And then it's just, you level up and it moves on. I'm like, Hey, you know, she likes that. That's cool. Whatever. But like, what's the deal with that? Is that really where we're going with this games that we don't actually play? We just let them idle. I mean, fuck. I used to use a, a steam idler when I would idle to get cards and shit, you know, to combine cards, but that was to actually get something and do something in there wasn't actually playing a game per se this is you launch the game and it's running taking your battery power doing all that is that where we're going on mobile come on man that's fucked uh, i don't like it holy shit, shit, shit. and that right there wraps up the gaming news thank you thank you thank you <clears throat> i'm gonna move on to some tech stuff some tech news. We actually have... Uh, we don't have a whole lot of, of tech news, but we do. We do have some interesting stuff to talk about. Well, do you remember not that long ago, we were talking about uh, folding phones? Yeah, you remember folding phones, right? Well, guess what happened? <laughs> yep, they're breaking. Um, what's actually happening is that they sent out review units to, um, you know, journalists and people who are going to review the phones and talk about them. And what happened was they're breaking two days into the review. Yeah, really. Um, this is really fucked. And I think this is a really great topic to talk about because we now know that we're not ready for this shit yet. We're not ready for it. Especially at the price tag. All right, so what's happening is Android Galaxy fold phones, foldable phones, are now breaking. There's a so evidently what what's happening is there's a protective film 
over the screen, all right, that's put in place. But it looks like one of those, you know, screen protector type things or one of those um, plastic screen covers that you peel off. You know, you reveal the bride. No, it's like when you, you know, you're okay. I won't say that. <laughs> it's like when you, you know, when you take the pants off, right? <laughs> so these reviewers and tech people are taking that off, thinking that's what they need to do. And Samsung's like, no, 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 don't, don't take that off. That, that, that helps the screen. Uh, now you fucked it up. Well, guess what? They didn't send any literature. They didn't send any notes, anything, not a single word about that or to not do it. And every like reviewer out there, I saw him on Twitter posting. Yep. I pulled it off too. I pulled the, the plastic off and my phone is broke. I don't think we're ready for these yet. So, uh, yeah, Samsung uh, is trying to fix the issue by sending out new review phones to uh, everyone affected by this. And uh, as of <laughs> as of uh, reviewing this and talking about this, the story is still unfolding. No, God, please, no. No, no. Bad jokes are bad. Also, retail price on this, guess? Any guesses? $2,000. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. Get some help. Bruh. Not good. That's a fucking expensive ass phone. You spend $2,000 on a phone like that. You might as well just go get a computer. Go get yourself one of them more nice little computers and CompuServe. Get, get yourself a one month subscription or a AOL America Online. I'll just do it all up. There's been rumors kind of rumbling in the tech world about Google Music going away. And nothing's confirmed, but people are talking. The words on the street, when I was taking a shit in a bathroom store, I looked to my left and I saw Google Music is going away. And I'm like, bruh, what? We don't really know for sure. But what we do know is that uh, if you're a Google Home user, right, if you have the little you know, smart Google device in your house. I know it's sitting here listening to me like, the fuck you talking about, Jay? Uh, you're going to be able to get a free version of YouTube music to uh, to listen. And you have to go in, like right now, as you do, is you go into your assistant and you tell it which uh, music service you prefer. And you can choose Google Music. You can choose uh, Spotify. You can choose Deezer. You can choose a bunch of other services on there to listen to music. As a preference. And then when you ask it to play a song, it will then use your default preference to pick from first. <clears throat> so what's coming out is, is a YouTube music. And um, yeah, it's going to be rolling out. The free version will be available first in the U.S. Oh, there's a lot here. U.S., Canada, Mexico, Australia, Great Britain, Ireland, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Japan, Netherlands, and Austria, how cool. So if you're, got a bug flying around here. So if you're on the list, you can use it first. Just make sure to go into your app settings and select Google Home or um, YouTube Music as your default music player. We'll play it from there. If that's what you want, you don't have to. So, but anyway, it may, the Google Music may be going away. That's insane. Has anyone heard that? That sounds like a, dude, Google fucking gets rid of everything. 
What is their deal, man? They launch shit and then they get rid of it. This is what I'm nervous about with Stadia. This is, this is exactly what I'm fucking talking about, dude. I was just saying this. I think Stadia is going to have an issue getting the developers to jump on. And I think it will be a really rocky start at the beginning. I think it will be very slow going. Why would a developer want to jump in with Stadia? Like, what's the reason? Okay, they say, well, Google. It's Google. All right, they have the, the backing of Google. That makes sense to me. They're fucking large. They're massive. That makes sense to me. But as a game developer, they have no clout there. They have no backing, no backbone. They have no history there. So why would a developer want to say, I'm going to just fucking, I'm going to develop for Stadia. Let's do it. Let's, let's go with your architecture, your proprietary shit. Let's go. Yeah, fuck Steam, fuck Epic, fuck GOG, fuck Origin, fuck Blizzard Net, fuck all them. We don't, nah, we don't need them. Fuck it. I'm an indie. Let me try to get in with Stadia. Newsflash, you're not going anywhere with that. As a developer, I would be scared to jump in with Stadia. Why? Because they get rid of shit all the time. If this is a failure, if this is a flop and it doesn't take off, you bet your fucking asshole they're going to be pulling the plug on that. You bet your asshole will be. The last little bit here I want to talk about is that um, shout out to my homie John, Mr. Choncho. He came out today, spent the day with the family, and uh, had a he had a good family dinner with the Heinies. It was good, good times. Uh, but my man John rolled out and... Um, he brought his PlayStation VR with him. We talked about it last week. I was like, hey, man, do you still have that PS VR? I want to try it out. I remember he got one like last year, and I, he, he's like, yeah, we totally haven't played it and forgot about it. So cool. He brought it out, and I wanted to try it. And I got to say, I love VR. Love it. And I love the concept, and I love the direction that it's going. I feel like VR is really the most immersive and realistic way to play certain games. And it's a ton of fun. And I played their tech demo. I don't remember what it's called. It's the one where you have the little robot, little white robot dudes. They run around and you attack the things and then you can double jump and kind of just find the other robots. And you have the controller and you 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 find other robots and kick them in the ass and they jump in your controller and they go boop and then you can shoot things out of your controller. And it's, my God, it's so fun and beautiful. I love it. <clears throat> With that all being said, with that all being said, I feel like this is like a beta alpha version of VR. I just feel like it's not there yet. At least this PSVR is not. It's 720p, 60 frames. That's awesome. That's what, I mean, that's good. But the thing is, is that it's 720p. <laughs> it's not horrible, but it's, I thought, when I first heard that, I said to myself, I think, I don't think it will be a big deal because we're going to be so close to it and it will be right up to our eyes. We'll be able to look around. It's not going to be that big of a deal. That's what I thought. Well, reality is it is a big deal. It is. It's low res and it's kind of blurry in a lot of parts. It's kind of blurry that, you know, the textures are definitely not, you know, high res. Text is very hard to read. You can't read a lot of text, even in game when there's like signs or things that are going on you can't can't really read it it's it's good but it's not great 
And it makes me sad because I want this to be great. Oh, my God. I, this was to, just to let you know. Also, this is the first time I ever put on a VR headset, even when we were at PAX or we were at conventions or when I used to uh, do dealings with Microsoft here locally. And they had the the vibe. They had the whole setup. And they're like, Jay, come on over. Come on. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're good. You know, I was working. I was doing things. I didn't play any VR headsets. So this is my very first experience. We did it here in our game room. We set it all up and it's a lot to set up. It's got its processing unit. You got to plug in all these cables, all these adapters and things. You got a webcam you set up, which to be honest is pretty good. I know a lot of VR set, uh, setups use different webcams. You got to place around the room. This is just one webcam you place by your TV. So that's a plus, but still I feel like it's not high def. All right. It's kind of convoluted to set up, although better than others. It's kind of heavy, all right? So it's not super lightweight. I can see how you would get fatigued over time. And the cables are pretty thick, and I just I just feel like we're not there yet. Now, with that being said, again, I'm very excited for the future of this because, wow, being in a VR uh, system like that is really... it's. I can talk about it, but until you actually experience it... Um, it's really something else. So if you haven't done that yet, definitely experience it. And let me know. Actually, this is a really good con this is a good conversation piece. Get at me in Discord and let's talk about this. I want to know your opinion if you have something to say about this. Um, have you tried the HCC Vive? Have you tried that? Um, have you tried the Oculus? Do you own the Oculus? And what do you think of all of those in comparison to the PlayStation VR if you have any experience with that? I'd love to do a comparison. I'm sure it's online. I can just look it up, but I'd rather hear from you guys and get real honest in, input and feedback. Am I on par with this, with this VR thing, man? I feel like it can be so much better, and we're going that direction. You know, with PlayStation 5 coming out, they say that the PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with their system. I'm sure it will be, and that will be great. And maybe they'll update it to where it can do, like... Even if we got 1080p 60, honestly, if we got 1080p 60, I'd be happy. I don't... Honestly, I don't even want 4K. I don't want 8K in there yet. I don't want to spend 10 grand on a fucking VR helmet. I mean, I think four or 500 bucks is enough, man. I really do. That's a, that's a good chunk of dough. So I think it's cool. But anyway, I played um, the demo, the tech demo. It was amazing. And I played Gran Turismo Sport. And that is so cool. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Even in kind of low res 720p. And being inside the car, being able to look around at your seats and all around, look up and down and check out, yeah, you look at your mirrors and, oh, it's so brilliant, man. Like, I see where they're going. I get it. I get it. I see the vision. It's just, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And what the fuck is up with Gran Turismo Sport letting you only have a very limited number of races to do in VR? You can't play the normal game. You have to play this, this gimped version of... Like five maps. You have five maps. One's an oval, so four really. Two tarmac and uh, three dirt. What? The others are like locked. Like what do you got to do? You have to play the single player campaign to unlock them all, but you can't play the single player in VR. So what the fuck? So I have to play the normal game, non-VR, to unlock the VR levels. Dude, here's what I think. I just spent 400, 500 bucks on my VR setup. All right. 
went above and beyond what most people do here. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm throwing dollar bills at it like I'm at a strip club. I'm just throwing money at this shit here. And you are not allowing me to play these levels in VR? Like, what? No, fuck that. I think that's bullshit. I think if you paid to have the VR headset, you should have all that unlocked. If that's, if you, if they're not going to let you play the single player in VR and give you the full game there or play online in VR, then they should give you a full experience with maps. That's just me. I think that's bullshit. I think that's a really dick move to do. They need to fix that. But I'm enjoying it. I think it's really cool. And also, I heard that they have Drive Club VR. And I know that game, unfortunately, had one of the most rockiest starts in, in PlayStation 4's history. And, in fact, they shut the whole fucking studio down and got rid of everyone. It was terrible. I feel bad for everyone. It was that bad. But um, I'm excited to play Drive Club VR. I guess there's a VR version of it. I have the regular version. I have to do some research. I think it's DLC. <clears throat> Have you used it before? Have any of you played Drive Club in VR? I'm fucking stoked, man. I'm so excited to play it. That is a really fun game, too. Hopefully we get the full experience in there. That'd be what I'd really want. <clears throat> All right, we're going to jump in. Um, actually, I'm going to look at one thing. I have uh, some questions we want to get through. And I appreciate everyone for coming through and throwing down on the audio questions. I got an audio question here we're going to play. Uh, and if you want to ask me something, and I love the audio stuff because it's kind of like I get to hear you and I get to actually hear like your words and what you mean instead of reading it in text on a paper. I feel like it's it's just better. And I love it. I, we used to do this in Alton Gamers and I loved it. So I'm bringing it back and we're doing it here. So um, record yourself on your phone, your computer, wherever you are. Maybe you're just honestly just pull up your voice recorder app and record yourself and email it. Send it on over to me. Heinehouse Live at gmail.com. That's it. Send it on over. Love to love to get uh, your question in here. Looks like we got one up here from James. My man, James. So I think it's from James. Should I turn on my volume? Come on, Bros. Come on, Brody. It doesn't like it. How about that? Cool. <clears throat> doesn't like it on the iPad. That's okay, because I got a backup plan. There's always a backup plan. I'm going to just do it right here, live from my iPhone. Hey, Big J. James Gruesome from Excess Gaming Podcast. Shout out to my partner on there, Xander Scullion. I was wondering, you brought up the question a bit ago of unused Wii points and what should you get with them? I know I made a suggestion along with many others about the very awesome Contra and Castlevania games on there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's quite a, a few other ones that were really cool. But I was wondering, what did you actually end up getting if you spent those points yet? Uh, I don't know if the Wii Shop fully closed up yet or not. I have not been on there in a while. But I was wondering, you know, just what did you get? And I, you know, I wanted to say thank you know, just a thanks to you. You know, this show has been really awesome. Glad to see you doing it again. I think you had a lot of life issues get thrown at you. 
and you know you'll make it through it man you got a lot of people behind you and rooting for you and you've always been one of the nicest and coolest dudes in the gaming community for sure oh man thank you and you know everything's gonna be okay brother but uh i'm gonna keep on listening loving the show dude and uh, i hope you have a rest uh, uh rest of the good week or <laughs> or whatever man i said it's stupid hope you have a good week man hey take care thank you james my gosh what a what a great message only a great question, but thanks for the support and the positive energy, man. I appreciate that. You're a good man. And your homie Xander, yeah, I mean, we go way back. So I, I, I really appreciate the kind words. Thank you for your, your love and support, and I appreciate you listening to the show. Great question about the Wii. Yes, it did shut down, I think, three months ago. And uh, I, had, um, I had a bunch of Wii points. I had, what, 1,000 left? I think I had a thousand points. I don't remember what it was. Did that video on YouTube. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I did a video on YouTube. I recorded it. So go on there and watch that if you want to actually see it. Uh, excuse me, in real time. But I ended up getting the Castlevania, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, Rebirth. It, the Rebirth series of games. I got Castlevania Rebirth and I got the Contra Rebirth. And then I had a really tough decision. Everyone was yelling at me, Jason, get the, the Castlevania, get the Contra. You have to get those. You have to. They're exclusive to the Wii. I was like, okay, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. So I will. So I went in and got those. But then I had some extra points left over. And I was saying to myself, what am I going to get with this? What can I spend it on? Well, you know what I got? Yep. Strip poker. Strip poker. Winner. You know it. So good. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised that this game wasn't pulled from the Wii Shop channel, to be honest. It was, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a game where, I mean, it's not like fully nude stuff, but um, you play poker and it's kind of like anime chicks and they strip down to their bra and underwear. And, you know, with their big, huge booties and massive tits, you know, like it's it's a legit like anime, like softcore, you know, strip poker game, to be honest. So funny. I mean, come on. That's the game to get. And it's it's kind of a fun game, to be honest. I know. Put the strip stripping aside. It's actually kind of fun. Kind of fun. So, Sean. You're the man. Or James, not Sean. James, thank you for the question. I'm looking at I'm looking at Facebook because I'm answering I'm gonna answer the next question here from a guy named Sean. Sorry about that. Um yeah, the Access Gaming Podcast. You guys are awesome. Great show. Um yeah, give them give them a look. These guys are good, good dudes. Um I asked Facebook, and I, I knew I wouldn't get a lot of traction on this because I asked it late. I forgot to post it earlier today. And um, it's late in the night, and I know that. So, um, but I did, I did go through and I did ask on uh, Facebook if you guys have any questions. Last week we did Twitter, this week we're doing Facebook, and next week we'll do Instagram. So, if you want to take part at Heine House on any of those, is how uh, how you get down with that. Let's. Uh, where's my? There it is. How about that? Um, Sean McDaniel. Hello, Sean. What's up? Do you think EA is really going to let Respawn make Jedi Fallen Order with all of the usual EA horse shit? 
make a true single player game without the crap that came with Battlefront games? That is a really good question, Sean. Now, I feel that, honestly, I feel that Respawn is capable of doing this and doing it well. They've made great games in the past. I love their games. In fact, have you played their Battle Royale game that just released not too long ago, Apex Legends? I think it's brilliant. I think it's one of the best free-to-play, not just BR games, but like shooter in general. It's really, really good. Very high quality, very well polished. Now, do you think that EA is going to let Respawn make this game without all the usual EA horseshit? So that is your question, and to answer it, no. I absolutely don't think that they're going to let Respawn make this game and make it the way that they want. I think there's going to be the usual EA horseshit written all over it. And it's unfortunate. Because if you played Battlefront, have you played any of the Battlefronts, you know how good those games are? DICE made those games. They're amazing. They are so good. They're beautiful. They play well. The sound design, the music, it's, it's such a love letter to Star Wars fans. Such a love letter. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, honestly, it just pisses me off because EA always has their fucking grubby-ass hands up in everyone's shit, and it sucks, and I hate it. So, no, Sean, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to have maybe a toned-down version of the microtransactions. I think it'll be a slightly toned-down version, but I think we're going to get, we're going to go full-fledged stupid. For sure on that. But I'm excited to still play it, you know, get down with it. I played the other, all the other Star Wars games that they, they, they put out. And really, I played them because DICE. And I love DICE. And I, I've always loved what they do with Battlefield. Hey, dude, are you kidding me? Fucking look at Battlefield franchise. Fuck, pro- case in point, dude. Case in point. When EA stepped in with their big old fucking suits and penny loafers, they fucked up the franchise. Look at look at Battlefield now. What is it? It's fucked. You know, go back and play Battlefield. Go play Bad Company. Go play, um, go play uh, Battlefield Three even. Battlefield Four, which is really a great, you know, a great uh, rendition of it. But yeah, I think we're I think we're kind of on a downward slope with that man. Anyway, hey, thanks for the questions, you guys. Appreciate that. You, of course, you can always email me, get at me, heinehouselive at gmail.com. Follow me on social media if you want to take part <clears throat> at heinehouse. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know the drill. That's how we do. That pretty much wraps up our show. I think I'm going to call it a night. My throat is getting kind of raspy, getting tired. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. You guys are awesome. Episode 8, um, we are... We're kick, We're just every week, man. I'm picking them up, laying them down. I appreciate your support because of your support. Thank you for your your continued support on Patreon for helping drive this this car into the next day and next week and into the future. You guys rock. Love you bunches, and I hope you have a great, fantastic uh, week playing games, listening to music, talking about some tech. Get at me. You got a story, something out there that's happening. Write to me on Discord. I'll put it in my notes and. Um, We'll talk about it. Love you guys. Take care. Have a great night. See you next time. That's all for this episode of Heine House Live. Thank you all so much for being here. 
This podcast is directly supported and funded by your generous pledges given on Patreon. You know, and if you're sitting there like, hey, you know, thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. You know, I had a good time. You know, this was a good date. We had a, we had a nice, nice sesh here. Maybe he had a little giggle. You know, maybe he had a little tickle. You know, if you felt a little something, something, had a good laugh, cracked a little smile, you know, swing on by Patreon. Just come on in. You don't even need reservations. It's, it's always open for you. Ready to go. Just come on by. Got a bunch of exclusive content, music, all kinds of stuff there for you. And of course, how about social media? If you're on the interwebs, maybe you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can find me at handle at Heine House. And lastly, of course, audio questions. Please get those going. Get on the horn. You know, get on the the bullhorn. Maybe you want to get on the string and cup. And maybe you got a talk boy. Maybe you want to submit that to me via talk boy. That would be fantastic. Bust out the cassettes. Submit those audio questions via email. HeineHouseLive at gmail.com. And of course, the real-time community chat can be found in our Discord server where the party never ends. It continues all night long. HeineHouse.com. See y'all in the next one. Bye now.